Okay, we say so. Uh, just for the first part, we'll talk about something even though Shana passed, but the alumnus is still alumnus. So, uh, we'll talk a little bit about the shear of a shaifer. How big does a shaifer have to be? So, the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, a shaifer has to be the size that if you hold the shaifer with your hand, it'll protrude from both ends of the shaifer. You'll still be able to see the shaifer sticking out. The Gemara Nida says that the shear of a shaifer has to be a tefach. Rishayim are bothered, what, what are the two shirim? Is it a tefach, or is it that it should be able to sticking out of your hand? So the Ritzvah says that the Gemara is telling you that it depends if you're a big person or you're a small person. The Gemara is saying that if you're a very small person, so even though you could fit your hand around it, it could be even less than a tefach, it always has to be at least a tefach. That's why it's at the shir of a tefach. The reason why it's at the shir that it has to stick out is it's telling you that if you're a very large person, and a tefach is not going to be enough to have it sticking out, then the shaifer has to be big enough that it's more than a tefach that she's sticking out. So it's was saying that tefach is the minimum, it can never be less than a tefach, but if you're a very big guy and the tefach is not going to be enough for it to be sticking out of your hand, then it's got to be more, it's got to be big enough that part of the shaifer can be sticking out. We'll explain why it has to stick out. So that's how he answers the tefach and the sticking out command. But the Chavetz Chaim is medayik that numerous Rishayim sound like that even if you're a giant, you never need the shayfer to be bigger than the size of a tafach. A tafach is the maximum shir. So what does the Gemara mean that it has to stick out? The Gemara is just trying to tell you where they got the shir tafach from, where they get the shir tafach. Because in an average person, a tafach is enough to be able to have the shayfer stick out if you hold on to it. But even if you're rather bigger and it doesn't stick out, that's okay. So the Kadesh Yira is the reason for the Tefach. So what needs to be understood is that if the reason for the Tefach is so it should be able to protrude, if it's, that means it's supposed to protrude. So if you're too big and it's not going to stick out, so why is it okay if it's a Tefach? So let's try to understand why is it important that the Shefer should be, when you hold the Shefer, it could stick out. So the Redva seems to say that the problem is, is that if the Shefer is not big enough to stick out of your hand, so if let's say you have the shayfer and it's inside your hand, if it's smaller than the size of your hand, the sound will go through the shayfer, and instead of coming out of the shayfer, it'll travel through your hand a little bit. So you will not be hearing the sound that comes from the shayfer, it'll be coming out of your hand, because your hand will be creating the tunnel to provide the sound. So you're not hearing the shayfer. That's a serious problem. Pasha Zeritva is saying that that's not a, it's a derisific problem, so you're not Yitzhak. So the Ritzvah Shittasa is very good that if you're a giant, you have to have a bigger shaifer because you need the shaifer to stick out of your hand. Because if it's not going to stick out of your hand, you're, you're not hearing the shaifer, you're hearing your hand. There's no way to excuse that. However, the Rosh, when he explains why it's got to be big enough, he says because it's a Zerudar Abbanon, that if the shaifer is not bigger than your hand, it'll look like you're blowing into your hand, not blowing the shaifer. It looks... It looks like if people don't see the shayfer, so they see you blowing into your hand, they don't even see Bechlal that you're blowing the shayfer. So people will think you're blowing the sounds from your hand. So the Rabbanon said, make sure the shayfer is bigger so that it doesn't look like you're blowing into your hand. But that means the rush seems to learn it's not a real problem, it's just a problem of what it looks like. But he's not worried about the Ritva's problem, it's a problem of what it looks like. So I want to suggest that it could be that in the, in the Rosh's world that there's no real problem, it's just a I can hear the Chazal, because of their Xerah, just said, make a shayfer the size that the average person 
is going to be able to fit the shafer sticking out on both ends. But you don't have to make sure that every single giant, it's also going to be big enough that it's going to be sticking out. Because it's not a derisitic problem, it's not a real problem, it's not a real issue, it's just xayra. So Chazal said for that xayra, so have a shear that for most people it's going to be taken care of. What's going to be with the, with the, with the giant? So for him, we didn't make xayra that it has to be long enough. So the machlaik is the on the rush. If you're a giant, does it actually have to be a huge shafer in order to be able to be sticking out on both ends? Is going to be totally in how serious the problem is. If it's a be'etzim problem, it really is a problem, they rise so that it's coming out of your hand, not out of the shafer. You've got to solve that problem. So a giant's going to have to have a bigger shafer. But if it's only a duramanadika problem, it could be Chazal came and said, as long as 95% of the people will be able to use this shafer, we're not going to make a xayra for that one person that's going to have a giant hand. It's fine. I just want to mention this is the absolutely fascinating Rabbeinu Gershon that we, I mentioned to you that we're dealing with one Gemara that says the shear is that it sticks out of your hand and one Gemara that says the shear is a tafach. Rabbeinu Gershon seems to learn that what the Gemara means is that it has to stick out of your hand a tefach on both sides. So the way he's answering the answer is it has to stick out. The word tefach is telling you how much it has to stick out on both sides. So the Emet Bracha says that based on Surveyna Gershon, there's a tremendous chumr in Hilcha Shefer. He says, instead of what all the Paiskim say, is that Shefer has to be about the size of a tafach, according to the Surveyna Gershon, it's going to be three tachim. And he says, Now that's already something that's practical. Not all Shefer's are going to be three tachim. So he says, but according to Surveyna Gershon, that, that the way to answer this Gemara is that it has to stick out a tafach on both sides, you should get a Shefer that's around three tachim, which, which is a decent sized Shefer. And he says, like that, that chumr. That's the Chiddush of Eva Bracha. Here's a rush, you have a problem on um, a three-foot chauffeur of putting your hand at the end. It's only the abundant issue on a derisive chauffeur. But it, no, it's only when you don't see the chauffeur. So you lose where you put your hand in the hand, so now you have your hand creating so quote-unquote tunnel. He's saying that the rush hold of the rush. The rush is Right. So if I have a long chauffeur, but I put my hand on the end of it, is that Like all the way on the end Correct. of it, maybe, yeah. But why would you do that? You're just saying, if you did, yeah. Right. It could be he would agree with that and saying, I don't know, I don't know. Would have been a question hold for a giant need to extend it, like, even more? <laughs> even more than three right. times. I don't know. I don't know. It's a good shot. Even more than three times. Yeah. I don't know. Because it has to stick out. Yeah, it has to stick out a tefah. Maybe. Maybe. He doesn't think that he doesn't address it. So I say, we're in a, a Zman now, which has its own name. It's called Aseris uh, Mechuba, and uh, it's not it's not Hashanah. It's not Yom Kippur, it's a Zman of Aseris Mechuba. And every Zman has its own Avaidah. So this Zman also has an Avaidah. And before I share with you some uh, modern uh, insights, some insights from some of the Haintaga Balag Moser, I, I want to just mention what the Rishayim say about this Zman called Aseris Mechuba. I don't know why it's not given enough credit, uh, you know, in this forum. But Rabbi talks about this man. In Shashani, when he's talking about different reasons for a person to uh, be misayra and wake up, he talks about this man of a certain And he uses strong Rishonim. As far as I know, it's the earliest time it's mentioned in the Rishonim that he uses the term Yom Neiron. He says it's it's Neirudikades, Neirudikades. So his language when he's talking about Aserah Semichuv is he says like this, Soi who's a Yoris Tavar Hashem, someone who fears Hashem. B'daitik he komais of a Sefer Nechtavim, he knows everything's written down. U'be'isahi, and right now, Halokim Yavi b'mishpat, and Baruch Hashem is judging him. He says, Halokim Yavi b'mishpat, he'll tremble, big trembling. 
He'll be looking for Eitzes. And any type of chat and any type of shirui, Yochesh Miflatloi, to be able to get out of this. I mention this every year, many of you have heard this from me. But I had a family member that owns a company, and he once had somebody in the company, he once outsourced the computer worker, and the computer worker made up a whole court case against him, and he sued the business for $60 million, $60 million. Now this was not a small company, but $60 million would totally put the company underwater. Now this is a company that employs many, many, many different people, and I remember seeing this person that owns the company in the days and weeks before this court case. And I remember that every word that came out of his mouth was about a different lawyer and a different judge that he went to to try to learn up how he could win the court case. And he ate it, and he slept it, and he drank it, and that's all he was busy with, because this was his life. His life, other people's lives, literally, and, and, and it made such a relation on me that this is, this is what he's saying. He was looking for Eitzes, he was looking for Darchei Charitzes, and this judge gave him this chap, and if you say this, and that's what a person does when the, when the mishpah, when, the, when their life's on the line. So Rabbi Yain is saying that in the, this tufa, he's talking about Seyyidah he's not talking about Elf, he's talking about He says a person should be looking for ways to win the, win the Mishpah. This is what we're supposed to be doing now. And he says, He says, not, not that a person is not going to be busy with everything else that's going on. It's not even a havamina, it doesn't even dawn on him that there's anything else to take care of. It doesn't dawn on him. Nothing else is on his mind. He writes over here, I don't know if this is an expression, or it means to say, like, imagine such a guy is writing, taking care of his garden. What are you saying? Like, developing his garden. Like, you're crazy. You see a guy, right? His whole company is going to go out there. He's taking care of his garden? That's how I think he's, I think it's a metaphor for, like, being busy with your, not, with your, with your other, other needs. He says, and I would never be able to say this, but I'm reading you his lashon. How foolish and people that go out to work. Till deep at night. He says, he can't fathom how a guy can work from early in the morning to early at night. They don't know what the mishpat's going to be. He doesn't understand the concept. Now, I'm just saying, I've, I, I, I've gone through Shai a number of times. He doesn't use this kind of strong language that he says he cannot fathom that a person would do that. It's not saying, he's not saying, I'm telling you, you shouldn't do it. He's saying, I can't fathom this. You have a mishpat, and this is what you're busy with? Anyone who fears Hashem should be remayit in his asakov. My favorite lashon. To have his thoughts settle. Benyan says you need time in these days let your brain settle down and to actually think about life and think about tshuva and think about what are you going to do to try to win this mishpat? Give time to be separate in a room to, to look at your actions figure things out. Very strong, strong shyness from Ben Yang who's a rabbi and he's in Yonim that how could a person not be taking a little bit of time these days off of his, his job, he doesn't say how much time, he just says less, lemai, he says less, maybe it's 10 minutes, but a person shouldn't be able to give himself time to push to think about his life. He says like, 
it doesn't it doesn't stem with the guy that he says twice by the way a yoriel kim because if you don't fear Hashem we're talking about the people that are yoriel kim but if you're yoriel kim he doesn't understand the concept so this is the advice that Rabbi Yehuda says okay we turn to the Rambam what's the Rambam's advice for these days milan of Rambam so the Rambam says his advice for these days is he writes no go call Yisrael. By the way, no Gukoy Yisrael means the Rambam is not talking to Yari Lakim. If anyone knows talking to Yari Lakim, the Shem The Rambam is talking to everyone. No Gukoy Yisrael. What does everyone do during these days from Rosh Hashanah till Yom Kippur? Says the Rambam, Laharbais b'maisim toivim u'bimitzvus v'staka. So I heard an insight. From, I saw an insight from Rafal Shmulatz. Very Rafal Shmulatz. Rucham son. Very He says Lachayro. When you say maisim toivim. And you say mitzvahs, pretty much covers stalker, no? I mean, either end, either it's a mitzvah or it's mice and taivim, but it's, why did the Rambam give a dogish to stalker? So he said the following insight. He made a big reaction on me. He says, every time I read this in Ben Yenu also, it's, it's a lishtakal pachatek. Ben Yenu goes and he talks about Shuva and how great Shuva is and Shuva's gavad and Shuvalik, and he talks about great kippers and kippers gavad. And then he says, but I'm just letting you know. That there are certain Averis that you can do the best of Shiva in the world, and you can have the best Yom Kippur in the history of the world, and you still will not get a Kapar. Until you have Yisurim. If a person's over on Chayvim, he says, Bezin, and Chayvim increases, tell Yisurim there's no way to Mechaber it. And he says, right? We don't have to go through what Yisurim is. So you're left with this Rabbein Yaina. He writes some place, you're just like, oh, wow. So I can have a Gavali Yom Kippur, I can do all the Rabbein Yaina's 21 different ways of Shiva. And I'm still stuck with a year, I can have you soon this year, over here for these Averis. For some reason, there he doesn't say this. Later on, Rabbi Yaina has a, a, a pearl, a, a diamond. He tells you that there is Ephes and Eitzah to get out of Yisur. This is worth a lot of money, right? There's a way to escape from Yisur. Not Shuvah, name give us a way. And he says, since it says in the Apostle, Bechesed ve'emes, Yehuvah Adam, so, and it says, Staka this. So he says, the one thing that can be made from Yisurim is Staka. So Rav Shemar said that, that he thinks the Rambam was mad gish Staka. Because a person in these days is living with this Pacha, that I'm working on Chuzum, I'm working on Yom Kippur, but, but there's things that it's not going to cover. What's going to do with the Yisurim? So the Rambam, no, who call Yisrael to give Staka. Because Staka has this Nakuda that Staka can take away Yisurim. I once heard from the Balmoser Kupshat, and I told it to my Bachram today, and, and they all got it. I think if they got it, you'll for sure be masked with this. I asked my Bachram, did you ever really, 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 really work hard on something? And then get a paycheck. Yeah, for something you mamish work like mamish, like, a, like all your kachas, right? So they said yes. So I imagine everyone over here has, has had that experience. That paycheck came with a chilek of your blood and sweat and tears. It came with a chilek of you. So he said, imagine Rahman al-Tzlan, if a person, Rahman al-Tzlan, should never ever to anybody, but somebody, the Yisurim he's supposed to get, is Rahman al he has to lose a leg. Right? The Rebbe was just Nifter, and I heard that a week before he was Nifter, he lost, he had to lose a leg. It's not like the most craziest thing. So he has to lose a leg. Zog the Bali Moser, when a person comes and takes that money that he works so hard to give, it's a chilek of him, and he goes and gives it to Eivishter. 
He's giving an arm. He's giving, he's giving a leg. He's giving a part of his goof to the Rebbeisham. So the Rebbeisham says, that's a step Yisurim. You don't have to have the Yisurim. Yisurim means your body pays for it. When you give stuck a stuck with Hatsim Mamas, because Pashit, you give a chilek for yourself. So it's, it's, it's a study, so it, that, 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 You ever have a hard time Pashit? It's, it's for somebody they have to like rip the money out of their pocket. Bokhay after his kiyotz, he says, Rabbi, so how much money should I give? Should I give a tenth or a fifteenth or a twentieth? Yeah? He was really inspired. I said, You know what you should give? As much as it hurts. When it hurts, that's what you should give. That's, that's what they're saying. Whatever, whatever hurts, that's the school. The school is that instead of hurting us, you could hurt us. That's, that's what I heard from Ba'an Mosu, the Pshat in the Rebbeinu Yaina. But the Rebbeinu Yaina is the Rebbeinu Yaina anyway, you say. So if we're false that's why no who call Yisrael right now is Stokka. No who is Stokka because Apacha Yisrael, who wants to have Yisrael? Eluhim Devei I'd like to mention an insight that I heard from my Rebbe Rebbe Avada, a person has to work Pratius on Shuba, but he gave us a Shiva Kholius Mahalach, and I'd like to mention something he said. He was always big on the Pulse of Yazid Rosh Darka. He used to say that there's something called Maisim, there's something called actions, and there's something called a Darach, something called a Mahalach of life. So he said that he holds that the Shuba has to start with a certain Akuta. He says that the Shuba that we have to work on is not to be people that are busy with Katnas. To be aggressor mentioned, to be bigger people. And I'll, I'll give you a double. I was speaking to a chav of mine, and I said, first I'm going to tell you Rabash's dogma, which I think none of us have any shaykhs to. Then I'm going to tell you a dogma on the other end of the spectrum. And we have to find somewhere in the middle. So his dogma was, he said, we were mechonuch, that to discuss who was the chazim of Meron, who knew the chazim was? What's the Who the chazim was? It was like, it was considered like a, a low discussion. If you want, you asked who was the chazim. That's your yam nayram. That, that, that's it. And he died. And he died. Right? I'm explaining to you that this is by him. This is where katnas is. Yeah. Not in the spectrum. I was in a shul in a from neighborhood, wonderful neighborhood with wonderful people, and I saw two people. In a heated argument, and I came closer to here with the heated arguments. And they were, it looked like it was going to get close to blows, but they were arguing heavily about which restaurant in Manhattan had better hamburgers. I'm not exaggerating. A true, like a, in a show, but, but with the Gansi Slavas, which one has been. So everybody's saying, it's not a shadow of a virus. It's not a shadow of a virus. They didn't do one of a virus. Maybe please obey the classes. I'm not. He was trying to say it's low, it's just low. It's not, it's not where you're supposed to be. Is this what your life is about? It's your life, what you're busy with is, 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 is who has better hamburgers? He says the first thing in Shuba is to hold yourself to higher amount that your discussions, what you're busy with in life are bigger things. Take the 10 minutes or big man says and think to yourself, what are your conversations that you have with your wife your colleagues, your people, what do you talk about? I think about is it big things or is it small things? He was talking about, Rabash was talking about the Dvar He's talking about when you're not learning. But are you talking about things that have value? That, that, or are you talking about things that, that are low? Gradi, he says always that most Averis come from Katniss, right? Most fights are about silliness. Most aggravations on Rosh Hashanah are about these kinds of aggravations, he said, she said, and they did. 
It's all kanas. So grada, it'll save you from most averis if you live a little bit of a hechar life. But he says more than that. You have to believe you're a bigger person. So this was his Yazai Rosh This was his general tshuva that a person has the first name of Kabbalah, to sit, to think to himself, what am I busy with on a daily basis? I'm not talking about the conversations we can't control. I'm talking about the conversations that we do control. Sometimes a person works for somebody and they're running the conversation. Now, that's not the Madhuvah. I'm talking about the conversations you start. But on, on a more protheistic level, I want to try to speak about two points. Baruch Hashem, I saw says that we all think that we're fantastic, right? We have nothing to chew on. It's not mamish, nothing. Alts is good. Alts is good, right? Sometimes they give out the papers and we're trying to work on it. I can't find anything. Ragamliel once, someone came to Ragamliel and said, it's, it's, it's El. Can you ever tell me maybe something to work on? So he said over, Hashemish. He said, what not? He says, you learn enough, you dab enough, you do chas enough, you do kibble. What should I do? Right? But we have nothing that we can, we can't even find we did wrong. So I want to just mention two things. I said an insight. I mentioned it to Rabbi Kagan. I think he was masking to the insight. Ben Yom over here is talking about, and in Shah Gimel, he's talking about things that a person has to work on. And he says one of the things that a person has to work on is he says, Anoshim, people, people that don't spend time trying to think about your Hashem, about fearing Hashem. And the Yerush Hashem is mitzvah sanoshim muda. He brings the next words of the Pasuk, for a guy that his Yerushamayim is mitzvah sanoshim muda. He doesn't put any time into investing into his Yerushamayim. So I wanted to share with you this insight. The Rinian in a different place talks about people that are not careful with shlita and they eat not kosher animals. How? He says because the guy that checks the knife doesn't check the knife properly and there's a nick in the knife. And if a knife has a nick in it, the animal's in a veil. The animal's not kosher. So listen to that insight he says. He says you could have 10 people that'll check the same knife for the same amount of time and they're the same level of expert and nine people won't find the crack and one guy won't. And he says, what's the difference? He says, because the tenth guy has more Yerushalayim than the other nine. And he writes this word. The chosh hanishosh, the ability to feel something, is based on your Yerushalayim. Now go figure. Right? Sense of feel is a physical uh, sense. Your physical abilities are dependent on Yerushalayim. So I have, a, I have a word I use for this. It's called caring. Yerushalayim means you care. When you care about something, you pay attention more, and you have it. The first nine people didn't care enough, didn't have enough Yerushalayim, so they didn't find a crack. But if you really care about something, you find something. So my insight in life was that it's the same thing these days when we're trying to look for things that we're doing wrong. If we can't find anything, it's probably because we don't have any Yerushalayim. Because when there's Yerushalayim, and you care enough, you'll find it. Because you know what, every Muslim Sefer that I look at, keeps finding more and more things. Because the Territ says the people had Yerushalayim. And when you have Yerushalayim, you care, and you find the crack. You find the problem. You find the problem. But if you don't have Yerushalayim, everyone's good. We're all good. But they're not lying. They really aren't finding the problems, because they just don't care enough to find the problem. A person first has to develop their Yerushalayim, because if you don't develop your Yerushalayim, 
you're not going to be able to find your faults. So the first thing a person has to work is on your Shemayim. I want to mention another Nukuda, which I think is a drop, something to think about. And it's Bidafka because I'm speaking to Chashra people that I think that it's worth, it's worth paying attention to this. Chashra Bramson once came to Yeshiva, I don't remember which Yeshiva, and he got up there and he said basically this thing. He says, what am I going to tell you guys, right? You're all perfect. You know, why am I going to be married to you? So he said, I want to tell you a Gemara Brochus. Gemara Brochus says that a person that eats food and doesn't make a bracha, so the Gemara says he's a Gazan. The Gemara also says, He's a chavr, he's a friend of an ishmaschus, of a destructive person. Who's that? So the Gemara says, He's a chavr to Europe and Benavat. That it was, he was a chayte machti, and you're a friend of his, you're also a chayte machti. Guy didn't make a bracha, so he's a chayte machti, like Europe and Benavat. What's going on? So we have a Rashi, says Rashi. Because he's not careful making brachas, other people see him. And they learn to do the same thing. So Chatzel said like this. This guy is getting people to eat without a bracha, which is a therapana. But he's painted in the same picture. He's a chavalishmashlis. He's called a chaytimah. Says Rochasel Ramsky, I don't want to tell you what the Gemara Rosh Hashanah says about Chaytei Machdi It's it's on the list of the worst of the worst things in the Chaytei Machdi, and the Gemara here says that you you made it into the list. Why? Because you were makel in things and other people learned from you. So Rochasel said he was talking to the Yeshivas to get to anybody. He had no idea what kind of achrayis it is. If you represent, so to speak, a Ben Torah in any situation. And you're not careful with whatever you're not careful with, whether it's brachas, whether it's a kizadayim, whether it's zman whatever it is, whether it's covered for zman whether it's talking to her, there's a chance. And you think it's just between you and Akash Baruch Hu, new thing. You have to understand if other people learn from you, and they do because that's Teva Eilam, Achwan Litzlan Shteit here, your Bachal Chayti Mazjami, Chavar Hulish Mashas. I noticed that it got two things in the in the in the Hashanus. Hevinu Vershanu. Look it up. Both of them seem to uh, seem to be hitting this Nakuda that we clap for causing other people to do others. If you read this Rashi, Rashi's telling us it's much more negative than you think. It's much more negative than you think. How many people are in a setting where they represent, so to speak, the, the person that people look up to? If you're less than careful in, in what you're doing, so people learn from you. He's talking to Yeshiva Bracham, he's talking about you come like the Davni, you come like the Seder. But you have to translate it wherever it is. Ethical, not ethical, in what you're dealing with. How do you speak to people? You walk into a store, how do you deal with people? People are learning from you. And if a person has to learns from you and learns from you, I think that this is uh, definitely two Nakudas that, that are worth thinking about over here, that we shouldn't have to have a Nakuda to be the Seich. This is the Kudah Chaytu Mahdi. I just want to end off with, uh, with an Akuda that, that I heard that I heard from Ramiel. He says over this Akuda also. He said a very frightening thing. He says that he believes that most of the tsars that we have, I remember he said 95% of the tsars we have nowadays is not from Abayas, but all the Chavibel and the He says with all the Bidal Torah and all the creation and all that, everything we do wrong, he says he doesn't think that's most of the tsars. He says he thinks most of the tsaras we have, and everyone knows that different people have tsaras. 
comes with Lama Chaberet. And he says the Pasha Lachashman. He says, because at the end of the day, we all try to do tshuva. We all have Yom Kippur. And there's an Eitzah. The Rosh is an Eitzah. Ben Adam Lamakim is an Eitzah. There's an Eitzah. The Pasha says, yes, sir. We can get rid of the Ben Adam Lamakims. He says, Ben Adam Lachaberet. You could have Chuva, you could have Yom Kippur. And by the way, you could have Yisurim. Nothing, nothing. There's no antidote to Arabim and Adam Lachaveiroi except for Achiratas Chaveiroi. So he was speaking, obviously, in the, in the Fadamaisa, that try not to do Adam Lachaveiroi. He says, Who, How are you going to know all the Chaveiroi's? You're going to run after every Chaveiroi? Imagine a person by Abel's people. So he's going to wake up now, he's going to remember every Chaveiroi. But in general, whatever we could do now in these days to be misakin and the chaveiros, it's interesting. You speak to some people and they say, you know, it's uncomfortable. You know, I have to ask mechila from somebody. It's uncomfortable. We're saying roiv of itzaras that we have is from this. So your uncomfortability makes a cheshvan, makes a cheshvan these akudas. If you listen roiv ruba to the stories, roiv the stories where you hear about a guy that had gevurah itzaras and talking about gevurah itzaras. The Shirish is where? A Ben Adam not a Ben Adam At the end of the day, he found the guy that he shepherded, whatever it is. What the pshat? Because the Ben Adam there's Eitzah, there's Chuba, there's Yom Kippur. We, 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 the Russian gave us Eitzahs. But the Ben Adam there's no Eitzahs. There's no, there's no games, there's no churches, there's no things. So it, it has two nafkaminas. The nafkamina is how careful we have to be on Ben Adam how careful we have to be not to shepherd a person, because we're not going to be able to. But if a person has an opportunity, I will never forget, but, but my Rebbe Rosh Eli, cannot every every man, Chabura three hundred people. What are the chances he hurt anybody? And he said, before before for for Yom Kippur, he asked Bechila for everybody. He was a person giving maggot shear for three hundred people. He asked Bechila with the gun sachno. He's going to play with fire. What do you think he's looking to play with fire? Achirat zeschaver as a state. I'm just saying, a person who has that opportunity, if there is someone he knows, a shepherd, whatever it is, it's posh it's posh it's posh it. If you need it, you can open up Shulchan Aruch. It's got a halacha Shulchan Aruch. You have to be a fayis. It's chaver, Erevim Kippur. That's got a halacha. I'm saying it's halacha. They dab in time. But practical work, I'm just saying. I mean, this is, there's no Yom Kippur. There's nothing. There's nothing. We don't have, we, Yom Kippur is the grass of the Yom. This is the Slicha Gapar. But not on this. Not on this. This you have to take care of yourself. This you have to take care of yourself.